Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. T-R-P-E The realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets The best two hours out of every week YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs Real talk every time, this is what you need We just out here popping shit It's your boy C. Diddy and Matt makes me sick T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go They know The realest podcast ever The realest podcast ever Yeah Jim, for me What up, where are we back? It's the realest podcast ever It's your boy C. Diddy I'm Matt Hello, Matthew. How you doing, man? Uh, I just realized I was uh, looking for the episode numbers. I'm like, holy shit, this is number 60. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. It's a milestone. This is... Uh, Only took us two and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> we record every week, but somehow <laughs> we only got the fucking six. And we got a couple multi-episode shows in there also and still 60. But we've done more than 60 shows. We probably did like 64 shows or some shit like that. Yeah, something like that. Something to that effect. Um, we, we lost the show somewhere out there. Oh man, remember that the show we recorded three times, and then we had to end up keeping the bad, the first bad one because it was the uh, the least of all evils. Yeah, that was bad. I almost had to pull Chad off. Just you would have loved it, Taylor. Oh was, man, I was gonna hurt Justin. Yeah, that was funny, and I, I like Justin a lot. We're that was, that was, that I was, was gonna, a funny as I day. was gonna harm him. Like yeah. Good times. <laughs> it's like it's like the third yeah. time I drive to the Greater Northeast, yeah. and you still can't seem to get this audio right. But all these other little corny shows, audio is sounding crispy and perfect. Yeah, that was. Funny we might gotta shit. go in your office and throw hands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but uh, that's behind us. Yeah, we we got past that. I'm tired, yo. Oh man, I'm fucking beat. I was just telling Matt. Oh I mean, my- now that I think about it, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just telling Matt on my way here, and as soon as I got here, I'm like, yo, I'm going like three hours of sleep the last forty eight hours. Like I'm wore the fuck out, and it's nobody's fault other than mine. But you know, it doesn't change the fact that I'm tired as shit. Yeah, man. It's like, uh, you know, this week was it was cool. Like I'm, I'm getting my my. You know my my shit all back together. My Are you equal. still eating bird food? No, I'm actually like you. You can eat a little bit, but you you really can't eat. You right. know what I'm saying? Like breakfast, I eat like a scrambled egg, like one egg. Damn. Yeah. And that should be like, <sighs> like if, 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 like you like you packing it away. That's how it should feel. It's like you sure you want to do uh, this? Yeah. You really like going ham? Right I'm now. supposed to drink 64 ounces of water a day. Uh, this is 50 ounces. I started at like nine o'clock. 
So that's you know. You got some time. <laughs> you got a while. It's just to hard. Go. You got, it's nowhere for it to go. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's just you know, it's all good though. The um. Like I said, I went the other day. My blood pressure, I haven't taken any pills. My blood pressure is normal. My, uh, the shit with the cardiomyopathy, my heart, like my chest hasn't hurt at all. Yeah. And my girl said literally the past two weeks, I haven't snored once. So I guess my sleep apnea is probably about to be Damn. a thing of the past. So, you know, and health two, is really wealth. Health is really <laughs> like, and I, I feel it. Like I wake up in the morning, I'm refreshed. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I'm not, I'm not waking up groggy. You know, I'm going back to work tomorrow. So, you know that's a pain in the ass but literally i picked a eight hour run for this summer so it's like i'm literally i go in at 12 30 and i'm done at eight right like i'm not working not fucking with y'all i'm not doing nothing. <laughs> I, honestly it's just i've gotten to the point where it's just the money cool but fuck all that shit i got other shit i want to do and other shit i want to be a part of so it's just like i'm not wasting like, i look at like some of the older dudes i work with they come in at seven and don't leave till seven and i'll be like and that's literally their life, and they like, married to that type of. A, and it'd be like you got a shit. wife and kids. Like, how do you see people? How do you do? They don't. That's what I mean. And I don't want to do that. I don't, I, I just really want to like come in, do my little time, and get the fuck out of here. And that's really where I'm trying to keep it. So yeah. it's like, you know, I picked the eight hour joint for the summer. I probably will pick them going forward too. Just, just I don't know. It's like I came out of the surgery shit, and I'm just like. Mentally different Like I don't even Had an energy for sure Like I saw so much Dumb shit So much nigger filled uh, Ratchet shit This week And I, I just I don't have the energy For it You yeah. know And I, I've become One of them people on Inst- Not on Twitter But on Instagram At least Where whenever Something happens People start DMing me And sending me The links to You ain't gonna say Nothing about this And I'd be like <laughs> I've seen it But I, I just You know This shit don't I'm to the point where I'm so just removed from all the ignorance and shit like that. Like I just you I don't, don't even know I don't uh, see you don't even know Nipsey slapped the niggas. <laughs> Didn't see it. Didn't know about yeah. it. It's like it's a double edged sword because I'm not on Twitter again for like the last going on four weeks now, um, and I, it's, I'm I'm losing a little bit because I'm not getting my news because that's how I consume the news for the most part, mm-hmm. but. I'm not getting none of the ignorance. Like I'm getting zero percent ignorance, other than like the little bit of stuff I see on Instagram. Now, see, your Twitter was like my IG vermin. Yeah, <laughs> like my Twitter isn't that bad because I I never got uh, ingratiated with the absolute scum of the city. You did, and they wouldn't fuck with me. And I like at one point it was like kind of like damn, like you know what I'm saying I'm cool. No, but, I'm over here. But then eventually it was like. God got me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God's plan. Yeah, like he looked out. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I don't even got to deal with or see certain. Like, there'll be certain Twitter accounts that pop up through retweets. Yeah. And I just be, and then I look at their page and they have 2,700 followers. And I'd be like, it's really 2,700 people listening to that shit. 24-7 And it's just like My man told me like He got like an ongoing beef With this like Dirty Twitter bitch And like She's like stalking him Like she found out Where he lived is crazy. She drove past his house And like rolled the window down And looked And I'm like yo On some uh Baby boy <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like dog What the fuck is going on So now He just found out What was the drone Where the bull drove Over the Kobe argument Temecula Yeah When he went to rumble <laughs> 
<laughs> Temecula. So now he's calling me, reporting this shit. He like, yeah, she had some nigga call my phone, and then I got. It's like then I seen her, but I ain't sh- no show her that I seen her. I, I copied her license plate, down all this shit. I'm like, dog, what is about to happen here? The the other night, me and Carl had a conversation. Right, we was talking, and we we just was talking about. Like life in the city and yeah. shout, shout out Pastor Carl That's my man You know we, Friend of the show You know what I mean we, we just was having a convo Just about like life And you know His struggles It's like an uphill battle With him trying to fight against What he's fighting against And I'm just like It, it almost like It make you just want to give up It's almost pointless it, That's what I told him I'm like you almost want to give up And just pack up Your couple of people Whatever you know, belongings you like, got. Yo, the the eight of you who have brains, like you want to come with me. Pack all your shit up in a bandana <laughs> and a stick, and just take off for greener pastures. Because this shit here is just awful. We was talking about the uh, the cop that got murdered in the GameStop the other day, yeah. and Carl, like the fact that it's people like really like all oh, free to real about them guy, and it's just like. Yo, like they Yo, was, keep them niggas. Like they was in the joint with an AK in the GameStop. That's and, literally killing a, killing ants with a sledgehammer. Is and, what that is. And, you know, like Style said, big banks and casinos get the M16. Like you got an AK. <laughs> I'm not advocating robbery or violence, but like go hit an armor truck. <laughs> like you know, you could rob GameStop with a Swiss Army. <laughs> like I'm they're trained to give it up. It's like four hundred dollars and like four or five old Nintendos in there. Like. <laughs> There's nothing in there. We don't keep anything on site. And it's like, I just, I see so much senseless shit. I saw that. Then I saw the situation with the kid that got stabbed up in uh, New York. Yeah. And these are grown gang members chasing this kid. The kid runs into the the poppy store. When the people was calling for the boycott of the poppy store, I'm like, well, what, you know, because all we saw was the video of them pulling him out. Yeah. I finally saw the video of him. Like, he literally ran in and ran to the back of the poppy store. Right. And pop and all the motherfuckers at work, they're just, they literally drug young boy out the like, store. N- oh, no, you don't. And it's like, don't nobody just. No blood on the Strowmans. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> no, not on the potato. No, 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 Bobby. No, Bobby. Yeah. And they drug him out, and I'm talking about was hitting him with machetes. And from what I understand, it's like a straight mistaken identity. That, that's the here go the crazy part. They locked them all up today. Did you of see that? They did. These niggas sent the family messages on social media, like, "Oh, our fault. We thought he was somebody else." That doesn't bring them back, nigga. What? <laughs> <laughs> like this is the idiocracy that's running around in the that world. That was little Carl. We thought it was little Earl. Damn. 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 I peeped the day like y'all, the, y'all ratting question mark. I peeped like you know what it was over. Apparently, one of the gang niggas' sisters is in a porno, is in like some homemade porno, and the bull uploaded oh, it on social media. So they was out looking for the bull. They thought he was the bull, and I'm just like, you ever play Risk? Not Risk. <laughs> uh, Clue. <laughs> yeah. Like this shit like a bad game. Yeah, of Clue. How are y'all breaking this shit down? Like y'all is back at the gang band. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. 
It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Strategizing like, all right, this got to be the nigga right here. Like, even though my sister said it's this nigga, this nigga is probably him too. This is another reason why I could just never get wrapped up in gangs. It's like... I'm not trying to be at the clubhouse, you know, in the hut <laughs> playing Madden and like, you know, our capo coming in. Gang like, mission 4038. You five, let's go. Like, what happened? No, the bull fucked my little sister and posted it on Facebook. Let's go. We got killing. What the fuck did you do with me? Like, we can't just beat him up and scare him? No, grab a machete. Get your machete. <laughs> Get your Get machete. Your machete. Like, like, are you niggas stretched from naughty by nature? Why do you have machetes? <laughs> Like, what is the problem here? This is a crazy, oh. unfortunate situation. When I heard machetes, oh, I said, shit. are we in Jamaica? <laughs> like, machetes? You use those to fucking cut uh, mangoes out of trees like, and yo, shit. What's crazy is y'all ain't even trying to be funny. I did ask nowhere to buy grenades. I don't know where to get a machete. <laughs> you gotta no look. sane person knows where to get a machete. You got to go looking for one. You got in- to gotta inherit a machete. You can't even <laughs> buy one. Somebody has to give you a machete. Do you know where to get a machete? <laughs> or any kind of sword, for like, that matter. Yo, real shit. Like, you dead ass gotta, like, find a machete. And for y'all to just, you know, get your machetes. We on route. They got a, a gang um, full of machetes. Yeah. You can probably get them at Walmart. Just like guns. I guess. I, n- I mean, I never went down the machete. <laughs> so it's like, they got guns there, so. I have no reason to go down there. Like, where are your wartime weapons at? A true story. You made me think about it. This was years ago. Uh, older, older gentleman from my, my neighborhood who remained nameless. He went to jail and he did like 15 years and he came home and was literally like four. Like this nigga was just huge and just four. super muscular and ripped. And he one of the niggas that didn't realize his own strength. I remember the chicks was fighting on my block. And, like, the cops had came and shit, and they was right next door to my house. And, like, everybody started, like, they thought it was my house. Remember, my house was, like, the yeah. party house. And they came around, and he was like, yeah, man, I thought it was you. And, point, and like, poked me in the chest. And I'm like, yo, this nigga's strong as fuck. <laughs> like, I could feel that shit behind me. <laughs> like, he he just was ridiculously, ridiculously strong. So they had a crib, like, two blocks up the street from me. We used to call it the snorkels because, like, they used to, like, sell coke and shit out of house. <laughs> Whatever. We used to call it the snorkels so the bullshit it was a field next to the snorkels that was like it was like three vacant houses okay and you know grass had started growing so the grass was tall as shit so we just happened to be riding up the street me and uh i think it was me ross and zach we was riding up the street we seen him out front of the snorkels and just pull over talking to him, whatever. When he was like, yo, what's up with y'all? He's like, oh, no, we about to shoot up fucking the ad, whatever, go to the store. Niggas want to grab, you know, bullshit. Yeah. He's like, what's up with you? He's like, I'm about to cut this fucking field. And I'm like, you gonna cut the whole, this field big as shit. I'm like, you gonna lawnmower this whole John? He like, yeah, man, cut this shit down. This shit need to be cut. I'm like, yeah, I feel you. So we ride up Woodland Ave. We up there bullshitting around. Getting you need at least have a riding more. Peep game. When we come back down, Buick Ave, we riding past the snorkels. I'm not even thinking about it. Ross was like, hey, yo, look at your mans. I hit the brake and look, half the field had been cut down. He was using a machete. 
and was he cut down half the field already and was taking down other. And I'm just like, you don't want no work with that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Good old fashioned uh, American American muscle. Nigga had a machete and was cutting down all the. Holy no, but the grass shit. was like four feet high, mind you. Like the grass was high as shit. He's fighting off the grass with a machete. <laughs> yeah. That's the one machete story I got. Like, <laughs> I don't know too many other motherfuckers with machetes. But yeah, man, that that's I watched that situation and I'm just like, the fact that y'all as grown niggas can run down on a 15-year-old. Like, okay, bull, even if this is the right bull who did whatever with your little sister. That's still like overkill. overkill. It's overkill. It's like five of y'all with machetes and knives poking him up, stabbing him up, ripping his fucking limbs off, cutting him all up. Then y'all realize, oh shit, the bull just posted some shit on the gram. That ain't him. Right. The boy at Burger King. Bam. Now you guys sent a message. They sent a message to his sister on Facebook. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, like, like she not about to take this to the cops. <laughs> like, yeah, here they go. They just messaged me. <laughs> it's like, they messaged. Yeah, these dumb niggas. Hey, hey cops, these dumb niggas want you. Here they you go. picked all. They did two of them. They got in the Bronx. The other three they got in uh, Patterson, New Jersey, like a couple hours ago. Yeah. And it's just like. Yo, Patterson, New Jersey is like the center of like nonsense for the East Coast now. Patterson, New Jersey is Fetty like Wap, uh, Fetty Wap, do something. Yeah, Patterson, New Jersey has become like the new Trenton. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. And Trenton's fucked up still. Don't get me wrong. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> Jersey really only nice at like the top. Like Southern Jersey is Camden, Trenton. Like it's bad down yeah, down Trenton this part. Is awful. My yeah. uncle was locked up in Trenton. Oh yeah, yeah. That nigga's uh, got life. He's Fucking doing he he's doing up there doing life with like Latin kings and shit like that. No, that's like real. The, the person that uh runs the Latin Kings is like his best friend in jail, apparently. I was watching this nigga's not Latin. I was watching a documentary on Gotti the other night and they said uh in Gotti last years, you know, he had throat cancer and they wouldn't transfer him from the prison to go to the medical prison. Like okay. so he could just be in like it's like a hospital. Yeah. But uh they wouldn't transfer him. And Fuck, they thought it was faking. Yeah, and the leader of the Latin Kings in the federal facility he was at organized a, a hunger strike, and everybody went on the shit. But so like we on hunger strike, so y'all take Gotti. Right. And, and John Gotti's son was like, you know, we always respected that, and that was that was you know, and, and the bull back out now. The, the, so pretty sure he picked up a nice little plug right. <laughs> pulling that <laughs> right. one off. You know, exactly. so, yeah, fucking Sicily Connect. Yeah, right. Might as well get one and shit. They bring the dope in, but yeah, the um. I just so I saw so many fights on Instagram this week. So many I saw. Yo, did you see the fight that went viral on World Star? Of course, it was uh, it was it was uh, not Philly. This was in Wilmington, which is equally as bad. Okay, yeah. Where the guy was fighting the older lady, like I'm the crackhead. I'm, lady. I'm about to tell you that fight was what I was about to talk about. It's a woman and a man squaring up, and then they're fighting, and then the bull comes. You, the caption said, "Thank God for bull with the red beard." Yeah. And as he's running down, he like, "Get off my, my mom!" mom yo. <laughs> like, why is your mom out here squaring up with? Me? Throwing hands like Jack Dempsey. <laughs> it's like we really got to do better, man. It's just I, it's so much silly, ignorant shit, you know. And uh, somebody the other day, uh, I post, I saw a video. The baby, you know, how babies get born in the hospital or whatever. 
the 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 mom is filming it newborn laying on the you know the little thing that they lay in like yeah. it's a bed or whatever but it's like the plastic around incubator it. not an incubator but like the beds just be having walls on them, oh, you know gotcha, like gotcha. the baby in the, the the bed and the dad is like throwing money on the baby and the mom filming it laughing and i'm just like yo i'm sick of you niggas you like, do know this is how your baby gets sick right and the, and the, and the, uh so I think it was Kira had commented on it like, yo, we never going to be free. And I'm like, the crazy part is niggas don't even want freedom. And that's why I was talking about with Carl. I'm like, niggas, niggas truly can like be independent and have their own infrastructure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then what? Shit going to last for three weeks. They going to fuck it up. It's like Jay said, try to give them light, but they want dead. Like, it's like you try to teach motherfuckers the right way and point them in the right direction and, and stop telling them to put up Gucci wallpaper in their mama crib yeah. and shit like that. <laughs> they just don't want to do it. It's, it they the, flat out refuse the to shit do the right that, shit. The shit that, is, that influences <laughs> our culture, our young culture. Is complete nonsense. Yeah. Like, ain't none of this shit worth a goddamn. Like, right now, right, we have a whole generation of young men and young women that are taking Migos and Fabulous lyrics literally and yeah. basing their day-to-day lives around how lit they can get and stay. Yeah. Like, are you a fucking moron? Oh. Like, I saw a graduation the other day. It's just so much silly shit I saw. The girl was graduating, came on the the... the the stage to get her diploma and then gave a finger to the to the vice and that. I'm just like and people like oh she she's over the, the, the teacher shit and I'm just like like y'all y'all niggas don't have no sense of authority. Like you're going to the pen, <laughs> like, the penitentiary. Like we talk about it all the time, man. It's just like the shit that you know that 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 black people on the whole do as you know young people. Uh, Kids into their teenage years and shit that that's considered mischievous and oh that's funny but it's like it's not really funny and it's bad and shit like that that predates like jail behavior yeah. like because once you start coming across these authority figures and shit like that that's not beat for your bullshit and don't think it's funny you start peering into the world of criminal activity as opposed to mischief yeah. and. As we see, they don't give us, that is black people and Spanish people also, they don't give us no leniency or no breaks no. in the justice system when no. you doing little stupid ass shit. Like, think about Khalif Browder. He didn't have nothing to do with nothing. Sat in jail for two years, got the shit kicked out of him for two years to the point where he was finally probably about to get released and then fucking committed suicide. No, he did get got released. Got released and then, and then committed suicide just from it was mentally all, just all the post-traumatic stress from what he went through. So it's just like, this is somebody that's completely innocent. So imagine like if you actually are the culprit and you actually own some bullshit and all of that, like what they're going to do to you. They're going to throw you under the fucking jail for some simple bullshit that you probably shouldn't even be getting locked up for. Yeah. And depending on where you are, you're going to be in an un- Equitable situation compared to what you actually did, and it because of some shit that just could have been totally fucking avoided because you're just not doing the right shit. Yeah, really. Rogers text so some. Wait, so Jada's dating Faith? I'm like, oh yeah, that's like you didn't know that either. What? Yeah, <laughs> Jada and, and Faith came out said they're dating, and I'm like, one of my tweets went viral earlier. I'm like, well, he didn't mention this in Letter to Big, so I'm kind of lost. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. <sighs> Jada Kiss and Faith are an item. It's like if ever you wanted to see a hologram of Biggie, like 
just come back and wrap a cane so around him. So it's not bad enough that she caught herself trying to date Stevie J for eight weeks. Yeah. Now you want to date Kiss? Kiss got his hair back. So. <laughs> he went to Bosley and now he just a whole new... Why Faith of all people? Where we Is live? it that hard to be a rapper from New York? Like, yo, I'm a date Faith in 2018. I mean, I don't know. if The industry is weird. It's, I always say that it's like they got eight people to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... You figure all of them are pretty much locked up right now. Dre is locked up. Uh, I think Karuchi's locked up. Um, Bernice seems to be still thotting and bobbing. Oh, man. Bernice is slippery. Yeah. That's a slippery old head. You know what I'm saying? I know one thing. She in like a fucking new range or a Bentley truck or some shit. Figure China's locked up. Like, they're all locked up right now. Yeah. I think there's only Amber Rose and, and Bernice. Yeah, Amber Rose definitely back on the market. Yeah. So... It's a mess. 21 Savage says something to the fact that he never want to see that bitch again. Yeah, like, what did she do? Probably a bunch of old <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, when you pull up to the slut walk in a cape and then it don't work out, like, you look crazy, yeah, fam. Yeah, yeah, You look outrageous. All your gangster shit kind of go out the window. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, you got, you got spun. That work must be amazing. They all they spinners though. That's that's the way it go. Look at China with Rob. Like, yeah, they said black. Ch- I missed it. They said black China put like some crazy shit up on Father's Day on Instagram. I missed it about her two uh, famous child's fathers. I don't follow these people. The um, but yeah, real quick back to what I was saying with the just the silly shit I was seeing this week with motherfuckers just. Filming everything and posting everything, all these dumbass fights, these situations, motherfuckers getting stabbed, and then like the 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 most ridiculous shit that got filmed this week was of course XXX getting murdered. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, we really are in an era where motherfucker can get murdered, and people are filming this. Yeah, shit. they won't help you. Like they're literally filming you slumped in your whip. Yeah. With the phone on you. And these are people that supposedly love you. This is in his home market. And this is what people decided to do as opposed to helping the kids. Like not checking for pulse, not trying to do a tourniquet, anything. Any, you don't know what the fuck I have. You know what I'm saying? Anything. Applying pressure to the gunshot wounds. Yeah. All kinds of shit. Motherfuckers is filming it. And then you you post the shit online. And it turned like you would think it would turn because I remember when Biggie died. I remember when Pac died. Yeah, I can remember when Jam Master J died. You know, it, you would think that everyone would come together from the hip hop, not even just rap, but just the urban community, come together. You know, appreciate Young Boy life. Somehow in 2018, that turns into a shitstorm. Right, and you got people saying off the wall shit from all different angles to the yeah. point where I literally just was like yeah let me put my phone down cause people the fuck retarded and I, I can't deal with this shit it was so much um like we talking about XXX uh it's so it was so much pontificating and well this happened four, four years ago and this is get back <laughs> from when he beat his his ex girl up and this and that and it's yeah. like alright be that as it may, he had a checkered pass. He was locked up for assault. He had a situation in jail with um, his jailhouse roommate where he assaulted him very, very badly. Like the kid had documented different issues with anger and getting in trouble with the law and et cetera, et cetera. But be that as it may, this is still a 20 year old, like just turned 20 years old mm-hmm. kid. And over the last eight, nine months, 
he was a completely different person and living his life in a completely different manner. So it's like, yo, if I get killed nine months removed from my last bout of silliness, is it fair game to talk about some shit that happened four years ago or five years ago or whatever? And that to be the initial thing that people are saying about him as opposed to condolences to his family, you know, sorry for his loss, blah, 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 blah. You know, this is a crazy situation. It's, it's one thing to revisit it at a later date and speculate, oh, well, maybe this had to do with this. But if your initial reaction is like, well, he's no angel or this, this, that, and he got to check her past him all, it's like, well, damn, like, have some respect for the dead. Like, you yeah. just going to go throw dirt on his name immediately? Like, yeah. That's, and that was a lot of people's initial first reaction. Like, Whack 100 says something to the effect of, like, I'm tired of old head. Like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, I ain't every, gonna hold you. Yo, every I'm, time I'm I, on the same Yo, every time I turn around, like, he got something to say about everything. And just to me in general, like, having something to say, like, about every, that's like not no man shit. It, it, it's just like shit that don't concern you at all. All like you're not in the media, you a public figure, you're famous for being game and Ray J's manager. Majority of people managers we've never seen. I've seen Anthony Soleil who manages Future and Nas, two of the ten biggest artists alive. I've seen him one time yeah. in any type of media, anything, and this nigga's bringing in double digit millions a month for his artists, and you we don't talk to him. Whack one hundred. Why do I gotta talk to you or hear from you every time a fucking somebody's shoelaces get ripped in the hood? Like why is that? You got an opinion on everything. So he's like, yo, yeah, uh his death was a sacrifice so these other rappers can learn. It's like, yo, that's not your place to say that. No. Like somebody lost a life. His mother got to deal with that. His grandmother got to deal with that. If he got siblings, whatever, his father got to deal with that. Like, that's not for you to say that he's a sacrifice so other rappers will learn. Okay, so in that case, the kid Jimmy Wapo from Pittsburgh that got murdered, that was 21 years old. Like, what was his death then? Yeah. Like, if, if that be the case. Like, because it ain't no, like, super crazy music scene in Pittsburgh and, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, so what, what, So how do you compartmentalize his de death if X was a quote-unquote sacrifice so everybody else could learn a lesson and stop being on the bullshit? Yeah, I'm definitely a sicko. Oh, yeah, I, I ain't even gonna hold you. Like, when I saw the video, I'm like, why is he talking about this shit? Then he went back and changed up what he was saying. When of he, course. When he, and I'm just like, yeah, like, y'all just, y'all weird. Like, why y'all not just like, yo... Appreciate young boy for who he was, the people he affected. The motherfucker was loved by people. Yeah. You might not have loved him, but that, like, when people be like, you know, I love so, like, you got a lady or my, I don't love your mom. I don't know her. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I got I'm respect. sure she's a wonderful lady. Yeah, but I got respect for her. Yeah. Like, if I see her, how you doing? Like, but that's your mom for you to love. Yeah. It's like, motherfuckers is just weird now because they'll, they'll literally. Basically try to take out the pain or the strife in their lives throughout any little situation right. that goes on. And it's like, your baby father punched you in the forehead. All right, cool. You know, whatever. XXX punched his baby mom in the forehead or his girlfriend in the forehead. You don't know whether or not she forgave him. Right. Him and her was able to sit down and come to an agreement. People change. You ever seen 16 Blocks? Yes. Came running back down the block. Dog. Uh, who, is he, who is it that he said? Uh, I think it was Chuck Berry. Like, they change. People change. Like, it's just the way it go. You Look at Malcolm X. Yeah. Like, that nigga, was in, Red like Malcolm that, X. that nigga was in jail on some straight bullshit. Mm. Changed. It's just the way it go. Yeah. And I feel like in this 
society, this era we live in, this generation, they'll ha- hold you to any little thing yeah. you do. And the other thing be people will be like it seems like everybody has except us has an agenda. Oh, it's, and, all, it's so many and hidden agendas. They be always trying to push their agenda forward through whatever happens in the news or the media, or they always take like some dissenting opinion or put a slant on something that could be a very straightforward situation, and they try to put a slant on it. Just like we talked about before, like when um. That girl that graduated like law school or whatever, and her fiance proposed mm-hmm. to her, and people in the comments like she reacted that way because she was mortified because he stole her moment, and the, she's in the comments like, "No, I'm not." Like, what are you dumb bitches talking about? <laughs> and so it's just like, it's like people will try to, you know, in any situation, try to push their agenda forward or you know create a narrative around something that may not even. What up? This is Torrey, host of the Hard to Earn podcast. And if you're a fan of music reviews, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Hard to Earn. When my partner Bonesu Thompson and I review your favorite new albums and classic albums on pivotal anniversaries, you know, 10, 15, 20, etc. We review track by track, rating from one to that elusive perfect 10. It's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators be in the equation at all and that shit is like sad because people like really will be so married to their agenda they won't even take time to have basic respect and decency for human life and just be trying to get their shit off as opposed to dealing with the fact that we lost somebody somebody that was beloved by millions of people by his community his mother his grandmother all that shit who he was the breadwinner of that family they were a poor family his whole life he broke the cycle of poverty in his family and all people want to talk about is oh he had a domestic violence incident with his girlfriend four years ago whatever when he was 16 years old I mean that's 2018 and uh I you know it 2018 is weird cuz there's so many freedom fighters on Instagram. It's so many a, that never go outside. That never do anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like back I was last night I did you see the post I put on Instagram about Sanford and Son not being able no. to survive but Sanford I was watching Sanford and Son last night. This was on one episode. The the two ladies that came to Fred House and they was like, "Yeah, um she wanted to go cook, but the daughter was like, well, mom, we need to go get that headlight fixed. And she was like, oh, yeah, one of the headlights is out on our car. Fred was like, well, yeah, y'all better get that fixed because these cops is death on the nigga with one headlight out. Then later on in the show, she had bought him like a smoking robe, but they had gotten an argument and she was leaving. And he was like, huh, take this faggoty jacket with you. And I'm just like, this shit wouldn't have made it. Oh, no. <laughs> this shit wouldn't, wouldn't have made it for five weeks. This is one episode, you know what I mean? And it's like, that's the thing now. It's like... I know this is going to hurt people, but all of the people you love as far as rappers and hip hop artists, they have serious shit hanging over the back of their heads. You know what I'm saying? Biggie was abusive. Pac went to jail for fucking sodomy. Yeah. Nas was abusive, allegedly now. Jay-Z stabbed niggas. Like, it, they all had bullshit with them. Yeah. But it's like this new generation being as though y'all have to live in front of the 24-hour news cycle and the media, the social media... I'll expect everybody to be perfect. Anything a motherfucker do, it's like the first thing that happens is like that's what they... And the media know what they doing. It's like throw that shit like... The kid that got shot the other day in Pittsburgh... um, they got pulled over. They got out and ran. The cop oh, yeah, shot, a 17-year-old kid. Cop got shot, shot him in the back. back. First day on the job. First nigga, he just got sworn in three hours before the shooting. 
Like you gotta have a lot of balls, a lot to, of to moxie. Have just gotten sworn in, and you go clap a nigga to pop a nigga the first day. At the very least, you' supposed to be like, I don't know if this is what the job is about. Like, you at least go have like a second thought. Like, he clapped a teenager three hours on a job. Like, I, if I'd have crashed my first day, I'd be like, this probably ain't for you, bro. This might be over. <laughs> like, if you clap somebody three hours on the job, three hours. What in. does that say about the process that? People are going through to become an officer of the law. But I, I say it all the time. One of my uh, homies who is a cop, he'll remain nameless. He said when he was in the academy, they was in the locker room and he heard like the white boys talking to each other like, yeah, man, I can't wait to get on the street and bust some skulls. Like, bruh. Like you're a community servant. You're like, you're you're supposed to ingratiate what, what, yourself into the community what, you work in. What if what if don't know skulls need busting? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you just gonna find a like, skull to bust? What if there's no crime? Yeah. Or, like, hey, you there riding that mountain bike? <laughs> Where'd you get that mountain bike from? You stole it. You got papers for this mountain bike? Come here, let me get a fucking <laughs> licking on you. Oh, like, like what? Yeah. What if no skulls need busting? No. You come into the job like head busting Smith, but what if no heads need to be busted, my brother? Yeah. Then what? What's plan B? Gotta find some are we going to sing Kumbaya? Like, Got to find some skulls to bust. Like, So you're not going to like go talk to like the neighborhood watch leaders and shit like that in your community and you know your local state reps and shit? Like, you're not going to go talk to them? You're just going to bust some ass? That's it? That's it. That's why I'm here. Got eight hours of skull busting. I get a 30-minute lunch. Yeah. It's on and popping. <laughs> yeah, man. Like ridiculous. We, it's just ridiculous, you know? And, and I, I look at these situations, man, that pop up, and I'm just like, how did it get this bad? On both sides. Yeah. On everything. Straight up. Like, okay, XXX gets robbed, right? That's happened before for, for rappers. We just was talking about that last week. Yeah. He gets robbed, fights, tries to fight him off, and in the midst, they, they shoot him. Boom, boom, boom. Three shots hitting. Take the fuck off. They don't even get anything from him. Don't take the car. No, they got a, he had a Louis bag with like 10 they did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They did get the bag. Yeah. But the boy who, the boy who already got locked up, he's like a notorious carjacker. So I'm thinking he wanted the, the, the I-80 was dropping. Yeah. So it's like, you didn't get that. Mission failed. Mission failed. Damn, is you're a rapper making all this money? They said he bought every all his people's new cribs. He bought his mama crib, sister crib, his grandma, all that shit. His life only worth ten racks, and it's just like damn. And instead, when you see the the reaction from the people, it's like, oh well, he smacked the bitch a couple years ago, so you know whatever. It's just like no. Like, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, and this is going to come off bad. Every Certain bitches need to be smacked, man. Like, <laughs> certain certain bitches will push your buttons to the point where it's like, yo, like, and it's not right. But at the same time, in the heat of the moment, you can't judge somebody for crossing the line if the other person is literally like, you bitch, you pussy, you fat, fuck your mom. Like, like if she burns his house down, what is he supposed to do? You know what's crazy? Turn this the other cheek. This is just how you just made me think about it. Just how weird the the like, it's almost like a chasm, like a like a glitch in the matrix. It's just how weird the shit is. Women and the the the, the freedom fighters, the Me Too movement, all of this shit. And I, I I you know I I whatever. I don't get into it. Leave people alone. That'd be my biggest thing. Yes. Just leave people the fuck alone. 
But I see people, the same people who was like, oh, well, he beat her, and you know, men ain't men are trash and doing all this shit. Apparently, last week was like the anniversary from when Left Eye burned down Andre Rice's house. And they were house. celebrating it. I seen the same <laughs> bitches posting that with the caption, mood. And I'm like, you burn a nigga mansion down? You know you on the slate for ass yeah. for At the like, very least. At the very minimum. At the very least, like, you definitely are auditioning for that for the ass whooping role. Whether you get whether you get hired or not, you filling out an application. <laughs> you <laughs> the way around it. You expressing your application when you burn yeah. a nigga mansion down. But I see I seen women posting it like that's my current mood and that's that's my forever mood and I'm just like that's a felony. <laughs> like, that's like, an F1 arson. Like, like that's an arson charge. No. Oh, you ain't fucking with me no more, nigga. Watch this. No. But the same motherfuckers that turn around and be like, XXX was all bad because he put his hands on it. And it's just like, you don't know what was going on with this situation. My whole thing be, gotta hear both sides. Yeah. Majority is, like some shit is is, is excessive. And it's like, all right, no matter what she did, she didn't deserve that level of ass whooping. But certain situations is like, gotta hear both sides. Like what if you had like a fucking $4,000 dog and she like fed your dog poison and killed your like what are you supposed yeah. to do in that scenario she held your dog out the window like Frankie <laughs> yeah, Lyon like, yeah. like what are you supposed like, to yo, do what the fuck is supposed to happen nah you know what sister you right I'm gonna walk away cause that's the and, and, and then it'd be situations where people would literally be in confrontation and be trying to walk away yeah. and people be wanting to get their shit off so bad you might got a stiff arm them to get away from. I remember, like, I remember in uh, school, my man, he'll remain nameless. He doesn't sponsor the show. He, him <laughs> yeah. and his chick was breaking up, and he, she came in the room. We was literally like, you know, classes changing. Yeah. So the, we leaving out of the room. Some motherfuckers leaving out, and she like at the door, like wanting all the smoke. You know what I'm saying? And we transitioning classes, so we coming out the room, and she in his face, and I mean just like going to town on him, poking him all in his eyes and shit. And he just like, yo, go ahead. Like, go ahead. He, like, he please like, leave me alone. He like pushed her off and started walking away, and she literally following him. I'm talking about all these Jones, like just shoving him in the back of the head. And I, I'm telling like the niggas I'm walking with, I'm just like... I already know where this is. You know, I, I, I've, this is, this is, this I've like, seen this movie before. This, this is, is like Rocky IV. Yeah, this is a, this is a, this is an anthology. Know, I've I seen know this how before. this one is. And I mean, no, but you know, school hallways long as shit. And I mean, that shit went on the whole. And finally, we just got down to the end, and she pushed him one last time and called him a bitch. And I mean, like he turned around. I'm, he brought that John from down like the ankles and turned around. Bow and. She went flying into the locker and the chicks in the oh my god why would you hit her and she like why y'all ain't stop her from from hitting me for the last four minutes and she just was on slump mode laying I mean like yo it, like I felt it like that was thunderous but I felt him in that moment because it's just like yo you carrying on this shit went on for way too long yeah. and it's like you can't even jump in and because you jump in and stop her she's swinging on you because she just so irate and out of control and like you know they went and they you know got suspended of course for the shit you know but it was just like 
Silly shit, man. You, you what? Uh, you you owe him more than a Adidas press run. <laughs> that's real. Like, that's how it was at the end of it. Like that's real. You know what I mean? Like you bought that, and that's what motherfuckers don't really understand. Sometimes you just made your bed and you lay in the shit. Yes, you bought that. Yeah. I just be wanting everybody to just like respect everybody, treat everybody nice, keep their hands to themselves. <laughs> like all like that's all. It's like and, and sometimes that's like too much to ask for with certain people. Yeah. It's just too much to ask for. Like I had a whole debate with somebody the other day, and they like, "Yo, you just so this this." I said, "No, I just want to be left alone. That's like it. that's all I want is to be left alone. I just want to not have things brought to me that have nothing to do with me. I want my space and my time respected. I just want to not be harassed or accused of shit that don't got nothing to do with me. I want you to think about some shit before you bring it to me. Like I just want to be left alone, and that is my human right yeah. as a person to not want to be bothered by you and your fuckery leave me alone and for some people that's just too hard because they're so used to just imparting their will on other people that when somebody's like whoa back the fuck up yeah. cool the fuck out they like what do you mean like you're like some sort of asshole like no you're the fucking asshole because yeah. you're the one that's you're the aggressor you're bringing your bullshit in my direction yeah. I, like I'm, I'm literally reached a point in my life where it's just, I'm good off humans. Like I, I, we talk about everybody. I hate everybody. I'm good off of people. Like I, I just, I like being by myself. You know what I'm saying? It's the shit. My, my dad and my grand, <laughs> they'd be like, "Why don't you come see your grandfather? Why don't you come over here more?" And I'd be like, "Cause I'm gonna have to deal with people. <laughs> like, that's how I be. Like I don't know. It's I'm gonna have to talk. It's something. Like, I went over to my grandfather's crib the other day. We was ch- chilling, kicking it, but like, and it was on my accord. Yeah, like, on your terms. Like yeah. I, I went over. It was just us. We sat. We laughed and shit for like a good hour. I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm getting ready to go to the house. You know, and we. He was like, all right, cool. You know, thanks for coming over. You know, and we we had a nice little convo. But I, I've just reached a point in my life where it's just like for me. I just enjoy being with a few people. Yeah. Talking with a few people. Hand selected. Hand selected. <laughs> like the f- I love the fact that I changed my number. Cuz only like 10 people have yeah. the shit. It rung the other day and it was like a weird number and I'm just Like I'm doing that John before <laughs> cuz I'm like who the fuck is this? Put it down and then the number called me back and I'm like Oh my god! Like, <laughs> I'm really like stressed the fuck out. Like, who is this calling me? But look, really, it's like that's where I be. It's like I be in the house yeah. and I be chilling. I be two places. I be in the house and I be at work. At my my homie hit me up the other day. He was like, "Yo, you don't ever come out to the joint." I'm I'm just like, for what? For what? <laughs> he like, Dan, don't we used to be up in Fridays kicking? I'm like, yeah. And I was if at one point it was fun. But this is, I got older, it just became annoying. Like, I go to Fridays to watch the game. This might shock you. I'm trying to watch the game. Yeah. Like, what a concept. All of y'all screaming and hollering and doing weird shit. I don't want to hear about the big butt bitch that you're currently stalking. Like, like, it doesn't matter. I'm trying to eat this Alfredo (laughs) and watch this fucking game. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. That's all I want to do. Like, so you don't want no small talk? No. No, not really. Like, cause I, if I ask you, yo, what's been up with you? I don't give a fuck what's been yo, up you with know, you. You probably gonna feel me on this. You know what my number one thing I hate about like human interaction? I never know when to disengage or when to leave. Like I always overstay yo, myself. Yo, yo, listen, I be almost feeling like bad. Like if I end this right now, will I? Will I come off? Yeah, like, an like yo. 
I be go, like I be play I be places way longer than I'm supposed to be. Dog, I, listen, way longer. I pulled up on a 65 to Germantown and Shelton. and I go to the it's a little fruit stand right there. Yeah. Like they make the the smoothies and shit. Oh yeah, I go there. I jump. I just it's right in front of the villa. I jump off, get the get the smoothie, whatever. My my. I ain't even calling my man. It's just a motherfucker I know. Some random vagabond. Yeah, just strolling <laughs> up the street. Oh, shit. Big Matt, what's up with you, boy? I'm like, oh, shit, what's up? Cuz, shake his hand, you know, boom, boom, boom. I'm sipping a smoothie. So he like, what's been up with you? You know what I'm saying? He's like, you see, I see you all supped out, boy. I'm like, you know, working, man, staying out the way. I was like, what's up with you? Oh, man, look, I mean, where do I start? Shit. I'm like, hold on, yo, my, my, <laughs> I'm like, the bus guy, I got I to gotta pull off. I was like, yo, uh, just just hit me up on, on, on social media or something. He's like, yeah, I see you on there. I'm just like, all right. And I, I got on the, the bus didn't move for 10 minutes. <laughs> and I was wondering if he's beat that. Like, I, was, I literally. No, I had to do some control shit. I literally just ran back on the bus. <laughs> yo, listen, no lie. No, like, I don't want to be dealing with this shit, man. I was at the club on Friday night. I'm sitting behind the counter in the front like I normally do with my head down. I look up and I see a familiar face. It's a nigga I went to middle school with. Those be worse. I haven't seen this motherfucker in person in the flesh in 20 years. For a fact, I only believe that one person from my middle school years is even alive because he's the only one I've seen Mm -hmm. in the last 20 this motherfucker is talking. He's like, damn, dog, what's up? Da, da, da. What you doing? And so now I got to explain what I'm doing with my life and what I'm doing here. Damn, so like, you ain't like no, like, I was thought you was going to be like an engineer, son. You a smart as shit. You ain't your brother. I said, well, you know, I'm doing pretty good for myself. Like, I'm running this club. Like, I'm in charge here. It's my situation, blah, blah, blah. But that's all you doing? <laughs> No, man, because you know, I'm saying like, I know we had our issues in the past. What issues did we have? <laughs> we were 12. Like, I know we had our issues in the past, but you know, you know what I'm saying like, you don't always fuck with you, man. You know what I'm saying? You a good nigga, man. You a good nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know me, man. You know, he's like, you went to college? Yeah, I went to college, graduated. That's what's up, man. You know, I went to fucking college. You know, I was playing baseball. You know, I, ha- I got accepted to West and Franklin. And my mom said, well, you can't go to West because all your friends go to West. So you going to go Franklin. So I went to Franklin, played baseball. And then when I went, it was time to go to college, it was either Cheney or Morgan State. And then I ran in a, in a Ricky Pot, Big Ricky. And he was like, well, why the fuck you ain't go to Morgan State? He's like, oh, no, because they wanted 25000 a year. He said, nigga, why, did, why you didn't just go sign up and then try out for the baseball team and then get a scholarship? He's like, I never thought of that. But yeah, so you know, so now I got a daughter and shit. You know what I'm saying? My daughter be modeling, you know what I'm saying? Here go, here go my daughter right here. You probably heard of her. Your daughter's 14 and I have no kids. Why the fuck would I have heard of your daughter, blood? You know what I'm saying? But this my daughter right here. You know what I'm saying? Why the fuck would I have heard she, of your daughter, she, blood? She, she getting on my... She, get, she driving me crazy. She 14. You know what I'm saying? She's starting to drive me crazy. You know what I'm saying? Once they show pictures of the kids, you're Yeah, fucked. the kids' pictures come out. You're done. But keep in mind, keep in mind, T, I'm literally sitting like this. Like, the counter is like Ooh. head level. Like, from... I'm sitting down on a heater... 
and the counter is head level. So if I don't lift my head up, he doesn't see me. Why the fuck have I heard of your daughter, blood? <laughs> Yo, your daughter 14 and like do dance shit and I have Yo. no kids and no nieces or nephews around Yo. that age. Like, why the fuck would I have heard of your daughter before? But whatever. Dog, I seen one of my guys I went to school with uh, and he, he's white and he started going on and on same type deal about how he, he started doing uh, roofing but his uncle was fucking doing heroin and they lost the business so he's like I started my own thing and you know you know me and a uh, cat we, you know we, you know we had two kids and, she, and he pulled then he's showing me pictures of the baby he's like look this is our first Christmas the baby's in like a cause he loves Villanova the, the basketball thing <laughs> the baby's in like a Villanova Santa outfit I'm just like <laughs> where do they even like, sell that <laughs> like why are you, where do you get this from like why are you showing me this like why are you telling me these things about your family and I and, and you you really be on a tip like I shouldn't have came outside. Yo. Like, that's how you be dog, feeling. I be having, like, I can't even bullshit you. I be having so much social anxiety with, like, certain situations, man. Like, to the point where it's like, when it be time for me to leave shit and, like, I be at, like, a party that I don't want to be at or I've overstayed my welcome, I just be like, oh, yeah, which way is the bathroom? And then I just leave. Oh. Irish exit. Irish the, goodbye, yeah. Irish, yeah, the goodbye. Irish joint. The, the funniest, you ever had this shit happen? You ever, like, be somewhere and you're doing something that is blatant. Like you're obviously doing what's going on and somebody come up and ask you, perfect example, I'm in the poker room, right? The poker room. <laughs> I see a nigga that used to live on my block growing up. Oh, sh he walking past my table. Oh shit, what up, Matt? I'm like, oh, what's up? Cause he like, God damn, dog, I ain't seen you ever. I reach up, shake his hand. He like, you playing poker now? Nigga, we in the poker nigga, room. Nigga, I'm sitting at a poker table. In the poker room. He like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I be, he like, no, I mean, like, you be playing, like, you be moving around, like, like, <laughs> he, he, he like, you be going, you be going to the events and shit like that, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm at one right now. Like, I'm, I, no, I was playing cash, but I'm like, yeah, like, you know, and he, like, I play. He like, yo, we gotta get up, dog. Like, maybe we, I'm trying to set up like a house game. I'm like, no. I'm not coming to that. <laughs> Sound like you're trying to line me. Like, I don't want no parts of that, dog. But it's like, yeah, man, motherfuckers really just, I'm one of them people uh. where I don't do it to you. So, because I have respect for people. I see you. If I just haul off and see Taylor in the mall, I'm with, I'm with my girl, he with his lady. Yo, what up, T? What's up with you? Ain't nothing, man. Just hanging out with the wife. All right, cool. I'll rap with you. That's I, it. I ain't about to be like, so what you get into tonight? You know, like, none of this. Because no whatever you're getting into tonight, I'm not coming. I'm not going. So it's like I don't give a fuck if you. And I don't want you to. Now. I don't want you to ask me what I'm getting into tonight because you're not. You're not invited. I, literally, I'm one of them people. Like I see you. What's up with you? You good? All right. Have a blessed evening. Because realistically, my house could have caught on fire last night. If you ask me what's up with me, I'm gonna be like, I'm good. Ain't shit. I'm chilling. But my life is manifested that way because if my house does go on fire tonight, I'm already on the fucking phone with State Farm this morning. <laughs> exactly. So I don't need to tell you. I handle my responsibility. I, I, I got to go fund me, man. You go on that. You, <laughs> put, put that shit on your Facebook. Page. I don't got to do that shit. You know what I mean? What's your number? What's your new number? Because I'm gonna send you the link for the like, GoFundMe. I don't, I don't, so it's like, yeah, my house could have caught on fire, but when you see me, yeah, I'm chilling, dog. What's up with you? And that's it. I'm chilling. I'm good. Everything's a okay, even if it ain't. Even if it ain't, <laughs> I'm going to find me some Pop-Tarts yeah. and I'm going to be all right. Because yeah. I got me and I'm going to take care of me first and foremost. So you ain't got to worry about me. Leave me alone. Yeah, man. Poor favor. But uh, rest in peace to XXX. Rest in peace, Jimmy Wapo. Rest Pittsburgh. in peace, Jimmy Wapo. 
Um, rest in peace to the young man that got uh, stabbed hey, up yeah, out yeah, front of the. Yeah. Uh, I had his name, I forgot it. Right out front of the, the bodega. Um, you think it was like Ray or something? Like that? It was some of the L. I oh, could go look for it real quick. I haven't been remembering anything this week. It's been terrible. But um, yeah, it was a Dominican gang called the Trinit Trinidados or some shit like that that did the shit. Great. Um, you know, leave people alone. Stop touching people. Did you see the standoff this morning? No. Up Olney? <laughs> Did you see that? No. Boy raped his, his ex-chick and had like a, a standoff with, with police and shit. But he's like a rapper or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like the shit is just leave people alone. Like we just literally hit the point where no one's just respecting people's boundaries, their time, their... Just leave them alone. Yeah. All right, real quick before we transition, uh, we got a sponsor today. This uh, Today's episode of The Realist Podcast Ever is sponsored by National Credit Card Relief. If you can't seem to stay ahead of your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debts, medical bills, and department store debt forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. This program has been used by thousands to legally forgive millions in unsecured debt. It is not bankruptcy. I repeat, it is not bankruptcy. And it's also not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean a portion of your debt that is forgiven from what you owe your creditors. Call for free information and get all your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more you can save. If you have at least 10000 or more in credit card bills, this debt forgiveness program can be very effective. Call for free information and find out more now at 1-800-218-7170. There is no cost or obligation for the actual information that you call and get, so do not wait. Give them a call today at 1-800-218-7170. That's 1-800-218-7170 with National Credit Card Relief. Yeah, man. But like changing gears, uh, Puma's literally trying anything. Like, <laughs> Listen, we talked about this all during the week, right? And when I saw the announcement, I was like... I felt like uh, Craig's mother on Friday. Oh, okay. Like I wasn't moved <laughs> in any one direction. Okay. okay. Like I wasn't moved in any one direction or another. And um, Puma, for those of you that have been living under a rock, Puma named Jay-Z president of its Puma basketball operations, which literally just started the same day that they made the announcement. And um, he's now president of basketball operations. And, um, you know, they signed DeAndre Ayton, Marvin Bagley III, and somebody else to their... They did Ayton, Marvin Bagley, and... Who were the one and two picks. They get... Go ahead. Keep the, and some third vagabond, ball-dribbling vagabond. Uh, so they signed, you know, basically three unproven rookies that, you know... Can't fucking sell shoes, especially big men can't fucking sell shoes. Yeah. Um, and they named Jay Z the president of Puma Basketball. Oh, Michael Porter Jr. Oh, Michael Porter yeah. Jr. Um, who went number fourteen Thir- to the thirteen. Uh, he was the, the last Denver lottery Nugget, pick yeah. to the Denver Nuggets. Um, who has you know probably going to sit out the year, but has potential to be like a game changing player yeah. if if and when he gets his back together. And uh, Zaire Smith. Zaire Smith. I just yeah. Zaire yep. Smith. All right, so you basically signed four unproven rookies. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. played like what. 
29 games or some shit, 9 or 11 games. Yeah, he's going to be a redshirt this year already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and he's going to probably be a redshirt this year. Then DeAndre Ayton, who disappeared in the tournament. Marvin Bagley Jr., who had uh, a great year. Um, and then uh, Zaire Smith or whatever, who's uh, a sixer. So it's like, so, all right. So Zaire Smith was with the trade, right? He was the trade, yeah. yeah. Freakish athlete, whatever the case may be. But again, None of these motherfuckers can have really any real cachet, can't sell shoes. And then you couple that with the fact that you just signed Jay-Z to be your president, which it was so funny, the timing of it all. I was having a convo with our man Black, friend to the show, and I was literally telling him how... He was like, am I tripping or is like Rock Nation like not as dope of a company like as they seem to be? And I'm like, well, you got to understand, like they have strong relationships with, you know, certain people. I said, but in all reality, when you really peel back the onion, they really run to the same three or four companies to Mm -hmm. get shit done all the time. Puma being one of them. Fucking uh, Duce, which is Jay-Z's company, being another one. Um, Ace of Spade, not really so much. Uh... But then, but I mean, but Puma's the number one John. Like Rihanna had a situation with Puma. Meek Mill. Meek Mill had a situation with Puma, who's a Rock Nation uh, artist. Uh, Emery Jones had a situation with Puma. So it's like you could kind of see the writing on the wall that mm-hmm. they were, and then and then they sponsored the four 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 tour. Yeah. So you could see the writing on the wall that like they were in the brand of Jay Z and Rock Nation, and they were trying to find any way that they could really like. Penetrate the lifestyle shit further by using him or whatever the case may be. So then the announcement comes out, and I'm like, "What the fuck does Jay Z know about being the president of Puma of anybody's basketball operations department?" And um, really, they're just on the tip where it's just like, "Yo, we're pandering." It's, it's straight just, pandering. Right. Like niggas love Jay Z. We gonna put his works. name on some shoes, sell some shit. Here goes nothing. Like, yeah. But that's like if if I was named the head of medical for Einstein, motherfuckers be like, "The fuck does Chad know about being like mm-hmm. the head of surgery?" <laughs> like, like n- nothing. That's the answer is absolutely fucking nothing. Like so, I said, I'm like Jay's not gonna make me buy some Pumas. It ain't happening. I thought the Meek Pumas looked nice. The uh, didn't buy them. The 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 Dream Chaser joints, the black and red ones. Didn't but buy I ain't buying. My girl got the Rihanna, the red joints. Yeah, them them shits was nice, but she a woman, so that's a whole different. Yeah, I like the Rihanna. They I like the way they look on women's feet. Yeah, but like, I'm not about to be like, yeah, let me go get some. Uh, what's the the classic Puma? Clots. The Clots. Yeah, like I'm <laughs> I'm not about to go do that. So it's like. You know, I don't give a fuck who Puma signs, really. Especially not for a basketball shoe. They would have to literally change up the technology and sort of like what Adidas did. Yes, like Adidas created the Boost and was like, yeah, they had to do a whole rebrand. Like they over. Like if you look at Adidas before the 1.0 Boost and the Kanye signing, it's like it was the Audi TT Kobe's. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, it was bullshit. Yeah, it was definitely. But bad. it's like they created the boost technology, the NMD, and then got yay, and it was just like off to the races. Off to the races. Yeah. That's what the fuck you have to do with any sneaker yeah. thing now. It's like y'all literally would have to go to the drawing board, and every Puma we had before this is just trash. But but the underrated move that Nike made in the midst of all of that is they. I mean that Adidas made in the midst of all that is they signed four designers from Nike. Yeah. That were working on the fly knit and this and that over at Nike, so it was a natural a natural transition that like yo these are the next motherfuckers that's up, we gonna fuck with them blah blah blah. So it's just like yo, 
they would have been better off. They'd have been better off trying to sign a, a big designer. Yeah, as that's a, what I was as, as opposed to signing Jay Z. Yes. for the look. Yeah, just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's like like as much as I fucks with Drake, signing Drake to your company for like a look means nothing. Means nothing. It's like cause all the OVO uh, Jordan product was trash. Well, I ain't gonna go that far. Some of them Jones was hot, but it's like they not. A draw to people. Well, well, correction. It wasn't. Tra- it was initially. It was like, oh, this is dope. They did some cool shit, but eventually they just remade the same shit yeah. over and over again on different shoes. The first OVO twelves was all that. Yeah, I they're, had both of them. They're scorching. Yeah, I like them. I sold both of them. Like I like them joints, but yeah, like it, you know, you signed Drake. It's like it's, as weird as it is, no one's trying to dress like Drake. Nah, love is music. I mean, fuck, really, fuck with his lifestyle. Honestly, I don't want to dress I, like. I, the man, I just though. feel like. Everything now is like a lifestyle shoe. Yeah. Like basketball, like even look at LeBron. Like the 15s were probably some of the best LeBrons that have come out Hard. in a couple years. I like the yeah. 15s. Like I haven't liked the LeBron that much since like the 9. Yeah, that, that multicolored joint that look like a Kooji sweater. The, uh, the Fruity Loop Jones. Yeah, yeah them Jones. Like the, the Air Max 95 Jones was crazy. Yeah. The Kith Jones that looked like the black Kooji. Them shits was crazy. Like he, the 15s had a nice ass run. Yeah. And they did big as far as like teams and other players and shit. But it's not a lifestyle shoe. So yeah. it's like it's hard to just put a LeBron 15 on and not look like a criminal. You know what I mean? Like it's just, <laughs> it's just difficult. Fuck you going with them LeBrons yeah. on, son? No, Bull just walked in with some bronze. <laughs> like, it might go down in yeah, it. Yeah, you automatically think a nigga wants the smoke when he got some bulky ass bronze on. Yeah. So it's like that's really where it is. And it's like for Puma, I don't know, like this ain't gonna get y'all in the top two. This ain't gonna get y'all in the top three, maybe. Yeah. As far as like sneaker motherfuckers, like Because you got Nike, Adidas, and Jordan. Yeah, it's like you 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 just don't have an even like realistically, yo, they could have gone out and got I don't know what big person doesn't have a deal as far as shoes. I mean they could have fucking gave uh Hair and Preston a fucking deal or try to get just Don to leave Nike. That's, that's what I was going like to say. It's like, like for you to try to become a bigger brand, going the basketball route doesn't make sense because the biggest basketball names are they're locked. Yeah. LeBron is locked. Is, Steph Curry is and, locked. And let's like, flesh out this Just Don shit because Just Don did NBA merch. So if you're trying to, if your goal is to sell more merch, you would damn near think that somebody who had a partnership with the NBA supplier, Mitchell and S slash Adidas, uh, for merchandise purposes for the last seven years yeah. and then did shoes with Nike, he's the perfect fucking guy. Yeah. You give him a seven-figure position and some fucking equity in the company, done fucking deal. They'd now, been, that would have moved the needle. Yeah, they'd have been better off signing Ben Baller. Like, it's just a lot of different people I could see. Like, yeah. you know, you, you need creative minds to help move your company in different directions. But it's like going out and signing the one biggest, blackest face you can find. That It's almost like an insult. Yeah. That's kind of the way I was sitting back looking at it. Like, I can understand Jay. Go get the bag. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. These dumb motherfuckers is about to give me $10 million a year to do nothing. Thank you. Shaka and Jay Brown, you got more work to do. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like, they, re- they re- revealed the, the first sneak the other night. Did oh, they did? It? No. Yeah, it's awful. Is it ter- I was going to say, is it terrible? It's like, I... I could pull it up because the colors are pretty bad. It's it's like orange and it, y- it looks like McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> here we go, right here. <laughs> this stinks. 
the Clyde Court disrupt. So you didn't even you didn't even create a new shoe. That's you really. took the basis of the Clyde and made it a basketball shoe. That's what I'm saying. This is fucking stupid. Yeah. We could have done this. Really? For less money than ten grand ten million a year. We would have did it for ten grand a month. Hello? <laughs> like what? This is no, what you came up with? No, no, make that a high top. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what we should do? We should make the client a high top and make it lace on the outside of the shoe. Yeah. Make it look like the worst selling KD of all time. That shit looks like the KD, was that, the five the or whatever? Five. Yeah. Let's make it look like the KD five, but worse. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Puma's tripping with that shit. Uh, yeah, good luck, Puma. Good luck. You know what I mean? How'd you feel about the draft? Like, it was uneventful as fuck. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely was. I mean, you kind of knew like two weeks out, like DeAndre Eaton's going number one, Marvin Bagley Jr. is going number two. It was a, it was more so the interest was like, all right, where's Michael Porter going? Where's Doncic's going? And then where's Trey Young going? But they, but with the exception of Michael Porter, everybody went where they were supposed to go. Like, yeah. uh, we knew that the Hawks loved Trey Young. They fucking hid his workout or some yeah. shit like that. They didn't want nobody to know that they worked him out, and they fell in love with him and was like, yo, we're going to get him if he's there. The Mavs. Wanted a, a European star to replace Dirk yeah. and Luca, and it's just like everybody else is like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" Yeah. It's kind of like the rest of the fucking draft. Yeah. Mobamba went to Orlando. My man was like, "Yeah, man, this is this is like when the when the Magic got Shaq." I'm like, "Mobamba gonna go there and do nothing Shaq did <laughs> in 1993." Magic cool gonna win out. 21 games. I'm like, "Cool if when Shaq hit basketball, that shit was like a fucking asteroid." Cool out Like he ain't about to do None of the shit Shaq did Yeah Sorry Bo Baba But yeah I, I honestly thought That the Sixers Was going to take Michael Porter Jr It would have made sense It was right there for him yeah. And they passed on him And then yeah. they uh, uh, Brett Brown Pulled the same Hinky move A Danny Ainge move Fucking swapped Zaire Smith for, uh, The kid from Villanova Got an extra First round draft pick Next year it's, I felt bad for him though What's his name The kid from Villanova Mikel Mikel yeah Mikel Bridges, Mikkel Bridges. They, I, He was at a fucking Presser Taking photos, he, he was still doing media with his yep. Sixers shit on. and got traded. I was like, "Damn!" His mom was uh, like head of HR for the Sixers. His mom show. worked for the Sixers. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> goes to Villanova. Mom works for the Sixers. It was like a perfect fit. Yeah, get this nigga out of here. They, his mom was like. Wasn't she wearing like some Sixer shit or something like that? I, it was something that they were saying about her in the I mean, back. She, I know she went viral with the, her reaction or whatever. Yeah. And he got drafted. Nigga get shipped to Phoenix. <laughs> now you think you're going to be at the crib. You get shipped to Phoenix. Yeah, they did him dirty, man. But uh, that's, other than. That's the draft, though. I mean, that happens every year. <laughs> yeah, true. Like My other main takeaway was like it wasn't no big movement in terms of like moving towards free agency and shit. Nobody got dealt like. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? This is a, like a boring ass draft. Yeah, it, 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 like after the first round, I turned like not even the first round when the bull got drafted with that big ass hair. He went to San Antonio. That was like the 18, 19 pick. After that, I turned it off because it was, that was like, a kid from Cincinnati. Was he since no Florida? I don't think so. Florida. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was, Florida. A, was the kid from Cincinnati went somewhere. Grayson Allen went to Utah. Like, after all of them, I was just like, all right, yeah, I'm over this shit. Young boy uh, from Villanova, DiVincenzo, got drafted right outside of the lottery. Like he went 17th. 17th, I think, yeah. No, he went 15th, I think. No, I think it was 17th. Who did he go to? To uh, Bucks. He went to Milwaukee. To Milwaukee. Yeah. Good pickup for them. Combo guard. <clears throat> yeah. It'll be interesting. But it's crazy that he literally went from, like, a nobody 
Six to, man. Yeah, a, a, a nobody, six man on Villanova. They win the national championship. He burns it up, and now he top 15, 17 pick in the draft. Yeah. As a freshman, a true freshman. Yeah. At a school that don't really produce many one and duns. Yeah, what's his name? Is the king of one and duns? Uh, Cal. Oh, Cal. Yo, Cal be like, it's no way you're staying here. Nah. Let me level with you. I got fourteen triple uh, A <laughs> prospects coming in. You're getting the fuck out of here. Let me level with you. <laughs> they said I was watching the drone the other day. Alabama has already offered a scholarship to a twelve year old uh, in football. Young boy is. Six four, three hundred and twelve pounds. At twelve, and he's twelve. Yeah, lineman. Yeah, he's he. He was standing next to Nick Saban. You got to see him. This shit is crazy. And I'm just like, God, like he looked like a he like he's twenty four, and he's twelve. That's nuts. And they already like Alabama's already on him. Like, oh no, you going here? And it's just like, damn. What's crazy is though when he he might have that shit where like they grow. Yeah, he might have Andre the Giant shit. Yeah, it's like you might look up when he's eighteen and he like a forty year old. Yeah. So. That might not work out. Might not work out. <laughs> Did you see LeBron's son today? Tried to dunk it in the game. No. Nah. Yeah, he he got up, but he missed it. Okay. I mean, he he like got up there, but yeah. he just missed the dunk. And uh, pe- people was on like you know IG Twitter. What I mean, uh, Twitter like, oh, I mean, what you expect? That's Bron's son. I'm like, yo, he he in the seventh grade, right? Like that's seven, what, that's what a lot of people are missing in this whole uh, surrounding this whole Brian free agency talk and all that shit. His son is going to the eighth grade next year. Like he's not a the high seventh grade. Yeah, he's a seventh seventh grade. graders don't just take the ball <laughs> on the fast break and ju- go up for a, a slam. Like that's not normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seventh grader and he built like Brian. Like you can see it all in his face, his shoulders. Yeah. He looked just like LeBron. And I'm just like looking at his son is just like yeah, Brian not on HGH. Yeah. He's just a fucking. He's a freak. Yeah, he just because his son looked just yeah. don't he, he like his son, not even trying to be funny. He looked like he got more muscle mass than like 16, 17 year olds and he 12. Yeah. So it's just like, yo, when he get 20, that's going to be a fucking sight. Yeah. So, you know, Bron said he want to play with him. That would be kind of <laughs> crazy. Like seeing him both in the NBA. Yeah. I don't think it happened. Ain't happen though. Yeah, it would be like it's twenty second year or something yeah. if you do the math. Yeah, He'd be getting his Moses Malone on. Yeah, they are uh, coming up the court on offense. He's still back on defense. Pretty much. <laughs> Did you see the, the situation? Talk about this real quick with the uh, <laughs> the white lady who was calling the cops on the kid for selling water. Waters, yes. You know she, she tried to hide. The, the 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 duck was absolutely <laughs> fucking amazing because she ducked <sighs> down into like a jail pose and was hiding behind the joint. I seen somebody posted a meme like, uh, "Smoke, hey, you taking the shit back?" To- <laughs> My thing is this, right? How fucking miserable. And it goes back to what I was saying about leaving people alone. How miserable do you got to be to call the cops on a kid? Here go the thing, though. She came out today and said she wasn't calling the cops. She said she was pretending to call the cops. And she said it was more so about the mother. The mom was out there screaming, water's for sale, water's for sale. And she said she was dealing with it. They both lived in the apartment building. Yeah. She said she had been dealing with the mom screaming. And she called the building, I guess, the maintenance superintendent, whatever, the building. Yeah. And... That didn't work. So then she came outside and the mom had gave her some attitude. But she said, I wasn't actually like I said it. I wasn't calling the cops, though. Like it, I never placed an actual call to the cops. And the, the 911 people said they had no call. Yeah. So she was faking calling the cops. <laughs> but the thing is, in America in 2018, you as a white person you cannot say yeah, I'm, I'm calling, calling the, the cops. cops. Yeah. 
that has a that that has a morbid connotation to it because when white people call the cops sorry T or when white or when cops show up to shit involving black folks people die right. like 22% of the time. If Taylor right now was like, I'm calling a cop. I'm like, out of here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> let's, whoa, whoa. let's talk this through. Whoa, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> like, that, that's just how it is. So it's like, you can't jokingly or playing around yeah, nah. say that to them, especially in a situation where y'all going back and forth and screaming at each other. You can't say that. Straight up. Because you just going to get a reaction and that, you know, 2018 motherfuckers is quick to film you, put you on. And it's like, you know, I know she feeling the burnout because you know she owned like a cannabis thing. Like she's a uh, oh she's a weed ganjapreneur ganjapreneur and she does weed for animals like yeah white people can make money doing anything <laughs> <laughs> shit is amazing she sells cannabis laced treats for dogs and cats and shit yeah she has a whole business she be on like the History Channel and her name's Allison Attell but she be on like the History Channel and look her up on Facebook she's got like multiple <laughs> blogs and little uh, like documentaries yeah. and all and I'm when I see You're her like, a public figure when I saw like what she does and I'm just like this bitch sell weed to puppies <laughs> like I really fucked up like in my life cause it's just being white just is amazing because like, you, li- you literally like when you have the backing of any type of like generational wealth or uh, a financially astute parents or whatever the case may be. You might have had a grandfather that was well to do that mm-hmm. set the fucking family up or whatever. He fucking had some oil or or he sold some guns to fucking Nicaragua, Nicaragua back in the day. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying he was yeah. cool with Ronald Reagan and shit like that. Like, and you just like you just wake up knowing like yo, when I turn eighteen I'm getting half a mil. When I turn twenty Two, I'm getting seven hundred fifty thousand. When I turn thirty, I'm getting four million. All I got to do is just stay on the right path, not get addicted to heroin, not suck no dick for crack, yeah. and the world is my fucking oyster. And it takes so much pressure off you because now you're free to be creative and to think about selling weed to dogs, and you can just focus in on being and the I, best weed to dog salesman I, I, and just I do whatever the fuck you want. Sometimes, and I look at me going to high school around predominantly white people. And me being in a neighborhood that was predominantly black. So I saw both sides of the coin. And I just look at the lifestyles and the shit that they come up with and the shit that they do. It's just like my 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 man, Mike Brown. Shout out Mike Brown and shit. He actually hit me up the other day. He used to take us to the golf range back in the day. Like I told you, I was in the golf. Like I had yeah. a putting system in my house and all that shit. We used to go to the golf range and he was showing, he would teach me how to like, like when I go to the joint now, people can't believe I can really like drive because yeah. I learned that shit from him a little bit. Not easy. It's not easy. You people think it's, it's all easy. strength and it's like, like uh, Happy Gilmore. It's nothing to yeah. do with that. Like it's just, it's technique. But anyway, he went to college on a golf scholarship and... I remember one day we were sitting in front of my crib. It was me. He's the only white guy out there. And it's a bunch of like niggas from Southwest. Yeah. We all chilling in front of our crib smoking weed. And we out there just smoking weed, passing weed, talking bullshit. And we just talking like about like life. And he just like, yeah, man, I can't wait till I go out out uh, West, man. I'm going out to Tucson. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to work on the golf course. But I'm going to like really follow what I want to do and shit. And like naturally, motherfuckers like, so what do you want to do? He's like, I want to like... This was, mind you, this is 2004, 2005. This is 15 years. This is 14, 15 (laughs) years ago. He's like, I want to basically create billboards that are screens. So, like, 
instead of having just like one person pay you for an ad because the billboard is like wallpaper, you have a screen. It could be multiple, you know, ads getting shown back to back to back to back. And I mean, like every, every one of us was like, Yo, you high as shit, man. Pay like <laughs> him and his brother own seven of them Jones now. Seven of them computerized billboards. And I just like that shit like. Damn, like he and and his uh, brother is a uh, chief director of one of the biggest golf courses in Arizona. They live in Scarsdale now. Brother got a crazy ass, big ass mansion in Scarsdale. And it's just like, say it again. I was going to say Arizona's only golf course. It's just it's all golf course. He's like the chief director on, I think it's, the, it's either the second or the first biggest golf course in Scarsdale. And it's just like, damn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and it's like. Meanwhile, Tyrone and and little Tink Tink and shit like, oh, you know, I'm gonna be a trash man. <laughs> <laughs> really, that's what you got. You can trash you, man work for set work for the water department. Like, like and that's like God willing. Like, like, yo, if everything go right, I'm a I'm a work for the city. I'm a work for a water department or an electric company. Or I'm I stayed a, I'm a work all the time joking around in my jaw when because we don't have many white. Actually, there's there's one at my depot. There's one, yeah. no, it's two white drivers. But I'd be like. When you see a young white septa driver, like you be like, off. "He's on heroin." <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn, he must have been like, doing he's slumming. But it's like you see a young black kid that just got hired. You black royalty. That's congratulations. I prayed for you. That's oh, whole like, people telling you. Like, yeah, I, I prayed you would get the job, and it's just like, yo, it's just a whole different ball game for us and them. The shit is crazy. You know what I saw the other day? I saw a Chinese bus driver. <laughs> It fucked me up. <laughs> I was stuck. What else? I'm like, holy shit. I'm, I'm thinking like, yo, boy must have stole a bus. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. He might have turned his bus into a bomb. <laughs> must be from North Korea. Because I was mad coming down Chestnut Street because like, he, he was driving the 42. And the 42 was in front of me. And it, it just was like so slow and it was stopping. Yeah. And, and so I come around. So he stopped when he saw me coming around because it's like, yo, you slowing me up. I come, When yeah. I came around him I just like looked it was like uh remember that scene in Enemy of the State when Will Smith first seen yeah, Braille and that's how I was like, like oh shit I was like what the fuck like yeah it was an Asian bus that <laughs> fucked me up I was like oh shit but like yeah you definitely don't see that you know what I mean like that's just super out there and it's like it's crazy as being black you just have certain lanes you can go into and then you white you just the world is your oyster. You be me and Rob was talking about a shout out Rob. Rob was at my crib last night, and I was telling him when I first started playing poker, motherfuckers. I had black people straight like, for what? What you doing that? Like I had my old roommate straight was like, this is years ago. He was like, if I ever see you playing poker against a white dude, I'm betting on the white dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, like niggas don't play no poker, man. And it's like, yeah, you say that till I take down the main event. Right. And you're like, oh shit. And that's really how it be. Like, black people don't believe that they can be in a certain lane or until certain field until somebody does it. Yeah. And then you're like the fucking Rosa Parks of that shit. Yeah. And, it, and then they exploit the fuck out of it. It's insane, yo. And I. I sit and I like when when I saw that from her the other day, like, wait, she has what? She has like a whole business and like she has sponsors and all. And I'm like, yeah. this bitch really selling weed to dogs. But that shit worked. And I'm like, what if Alice and Attell was Shamika Grimes? Would she be able to sell weed to the well, dogs? No. She wouldn't know where to start because it's access to information and resources. That's what I mean. Is the, is the main thing. So it's like, yo, we don't have nobody that we can go to and be like, yo, give me 250000 for me to start this business. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. And it's not a lot of 
that's not a lot of money. No. It's the whole thing. But to us, it's like, I know niggas sitting in jail on $503 bail. Yo, my man told me he was locked up. He was like, his my, my homie Bell, his bail was kind of big. His bail was like 90-something, I think. Yeah. He's like the boy he was in the room with, because they, they got like, multi, it's like multiple joints. So it's like, it's like almost like a... Uh, Communal type junk okay. where it's like multiple sections and shit. But he was like, "Yeah, boy, Bell was seven hundred dollars." He's like, "I was ready to call my folks, like, yo, come bail this nigga out, and get it, <laughs> fuck out this of here." This nigga on the street, like, yeah, like he, like you in jail it was seven hundred dollar bill, and you got nobody that can hammer that out for you. Man, that time, that one time I got locked up, man, it was niggas in there with $240 bills and was just like, all right, I'm going to call my mom. You know what I'm saying? She owe me 40 All right, so that's that. Uh, I'm going to see if she can get my other man on the phone. He might got $90. I don't know where the fuck I'm getting this other buck 10 from. The bro. night I got locked up, I was thinking in my bill because I was talking to the boy in the cell. He was like, I mean, it's your first offense. He was like, at worst, you might, it's like, a, he's like, it's a nonviolent joint. At worst, you might get $1,000. That's at the worst. And I'm thinking like, Okay, well, when they locked me up, I had $700 in my pocket. Right. So I'm Let like, me just give y'all this and I'm get like, on out of here. Can I use that? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the, I could have 300 down here in an hour. Like, what the fuck? And uh, granted, I went and they ROR'd me and shit. Yeah. But it was just like, yeah, like, that's crazy to think that it's a motherfucker sitting in jail for 500 bucks. That's scary. Like, it's certain motherfuckers, like, when they hear they baby, like, all right, just take me up to F. Fuck it. <laughs> like, how much is it? $604? Oh, you take me up. Like, yeah, we. I don't even need that four hours. Let me go ahead and try to get Let me go in, there now. Try so to get I can, through intake. <laughs> let me go ahead and go through quarantine. Quarantine, so I ain't even got to worry you know about saying? So I can start shit. bidding, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Do my time up there, because I'm going to be there a while, pending trial. But $600. Price of life is like extremely inexpensive. Yeah, man. They found Shorty on Facebook and she was already losing sponsors. Motherfuckers was coming out like, yeah, we want we don't want to be attached to that. And I'm just like, it don't even be worth it at the end of the day. You just not leaving people alone. Yeah. You don't got your whole business all jammed up. You can't go outside right now because everybody's looking at you weird. You know, your social medias are in fucking shambles. It's just like for you just not leaving people the fuck alone. It's like, all right, was the mom maybe a bit of an asshole? Maybe. Was it worth what you're going through now? No. 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 And it couldn't have been going on but for that many hours of the day. Yeah. So if you got to put up with an asshole mom yelling out cold water for two, three hours of the day, as opposed to you having your whole business and your whole life flipped upside down, which one would you take? And I saw, like, you know, Twitter is weird because it's like now it's a lot more crazed white people on Twitter than what oh, it was man. years ago. And I, I was Trump base. Yeah, I was looking at the comments, like the quotes on a tweet the other day. And uh, one white lady, she was from Nebraska, of course. And I was looking at <laughs> I was looking at her uh, corn huskers. Yeah. In her fucking uh, photo. <laughs> I was looking at her tweet that was quoted on top of that tweet. And she was like, so she's in her house relaxing. And this woman is outside screaming and yelling, but she can't come out and call the cops, which is what you should do when you have someone outside being unruly because she's white that doesn't sound uh right to me and i'm like in in theory it's not right right but slavery was 400 years <laughs> so it's <laughs> so like you kind of you know like you just understand it's certain yeah. things that my thing is why does she feel the need to come out there and impart her will on them like i'm calling the cops honestly and this is just future for all the white listeners and shit. The duck 
and the squat behind the wall is what literally <laughs> shot her. Because it's like, you over there hiding. You know what I mean? Like, that's when it just became like, all right, this is some Scooby-Doo-ass shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, this is just weird. Because it's like, has she came out and the lady been filming her and she not been with the phone talking about she called? Yeah. Just been like, listen, can you just be a little quieter? Like, whatever, whatever. It's like, yo, that could have ended on a whole different note. But you tell her, I'm calling the police. Right. Even though you're not, because like, you can't say that. Yeah. You say, I'm calling the police. Then when she filmed you, you duck behind the wall. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, no, you playing games, lady. Yeah. Like, you you brought this. It's dumb, over for you, sis. You brought this dumb ass <laughs> shit on yourself. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think that's the theme of the day. Just leave people the fuck alone. Please. Like, that's gonna be the name of this episode. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave people the fuck alone, man. Like, stop looking for issues. Stop looking for problems. Stop looking for dumb shit to get yourself into. I see it day in and day out on all different scales. I'm talking about inner city, outside of the inner city, the suburbs. Le- Did you see the black lady trying to get into her house the other night? No. Oh my god. Black doctor. She's a doctor. In it. Oh, in uh, in, in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. She pulls up to her. Condo, gated community. gated community. White dude was blocking Asian. the. Oh, it was Asian. I'm sorry. Asian dude was blocking the entrance and wouldn't let her through. Yeah. And she like it went on for 30 minutes and like had to get the cops and shit out there or whatever. And she like I'm telling him like yo I live, I live here. here. There's and my he, unit right here. And he's like you don't belong here. He was saying that they were they had theft of air conditioner units and Which it's like nobody else can confirm. And, but <laughs> do you really think this black woman in a fucking Porsche is still in air conditioner <laughs> units? <laughs> the craziest part of the whole shit was what? She, uh, the guy didn't even fucking didn't live, even live there. there. <laughs> yeah, like, he didn't even fucking live there. Yo, I'm like, you talking about being an asshole on steroids? Like, yo, you don't even live here, fam. Dog, I said it the other day. Like, he was in, like a landlord or some shit. In to today's some, motherfucking episode of Black people can't do shit. Black people can't even go in the house. Can't go to the crib. Can't even. She's go like, in yo, the- I have my clicker for the gate. Like, if you just get the fuck out of the way, I'll show you. Nah, uh, uh-uh. uh, call the cops. Who wants to deal with that? Who? Like, who do we know that's like, yeah, no, fuck that, call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't work it out amongst ourselves. Call the fucking cops. I told y'all a couple weeks ago, the white boy was getting on a bus and the dude was rapping around the bus and he stopped and put his hands up. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? He's like, he's coming down the bus zone and coming around the bus. I'm like, get on the bus. <laughs> He gets on, he's like, and I ain't supposed to come around the bus like that. I'm like, what if his brakes have failed? Well, I guess how the guy ran over <laughs> and swiped his <laughs> that's, that's the risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> like, y'all all got a little bit of police in you. I'm like, yo, that shit ain't your business for nothing. If he wraps around the bus, so the fuck what? Everybody been on and the door would have been closed. I don't care. Took you the fuck out Cause you trying to Fucking figure something up But that's how that shit be Man motherfuckers Yo true story When I'm driving the bus And the uh The fare box won't work Right You ever seen that Like you can't the, Like the, yeah, the yeah, money yeah. get jammed yeah, up Or whatever yeah, yeah That's a sweet day Because they be like Oh okay we'll keep it in service Write it up when you done Don't collect no fares Don't issue no transfers You ain't gotta do you gotta shit You gotta argue with assholes Let them on Let them off You just chilling <laughs> When you driving a bus through, and it's, I hate to say this, but you driving a bus through a predominantly black area is sweet. They they telling each other, hey, it ain't working, and they getting you know it's it's when you drive through a predominantly white area and that fare box, the bewilderment. They, they literally, it's like the um, 
you ever seen a cat chasing like a laser pointer? <laughs> <laughs> like, like the, <laughs> their brains be like, scrambled. So I don't have to pay. No, listen. They, I'm driving And I'm food. not going to get in trouble for not paying. <laughs> That's how this should be. So there's no double jeopardy where you tell me I'm not paying, but you're secretly Yo. filming me, and then I get an invoice sent to my home for white, the fare. White folks is getting on on fucking Aspen Street near the Eastern State Penitentiary. They getting on, and I mean like I they- that area. They, I do too. They, they can't believe it. They like, so what do I do with the token? I'm like, keep, keep it. it. It's yours. You don't have to do anything. White boy gets on. He got a um like a tool belt, and he was going to put the dollars in. I'm like, it's broke. Don't worry about it. Just go have a seat. He like, it's broke. I'm like, yeah, the dollar slot is jammed up. He's like, you want me to take a look at it? And started like going down in his tool. You don't. I'm work like, for yo, seven. if you open that, I'm calling the cops. You a robbery in progress. I'm like, go sit down. And they, they I'm driving a nine. A couple weeks ago, the fare box wasn't working. I get to 30th Street. I literally got a bag cover. You know the new thing now? They got the screen that you tap. I got a bag cover in the screen. I got papers in the slots where the money go yeah. and I got like a um like a uh brochure like a one of the scepter pamphlets I got that jammed down into the coin slot so you can't do anything with the fare box the lady gets in and people getting on I'm just like go ahead it's free it's broke it's broke go ahead go ahead go ahead cuz you got to explain it yeah. it's broke it's broke it's broke the lady gets on and throws her token into the coin zone but it's it's literally just sits there cuz I got it blocked so I'm like ma'am and she's I'm like ma'am come get your teacher what are you do you yell at me don't tell me to come get nothing and I'm like I'm telling you to come get your token. Well, what what I'm she comes excited. What I'm supposed to do with it? I'm like, put it in your purse, throw it in the river. I don't care, it's yours. <laughs> you don't need it for this ride. And the the bull came up behind a white dude. He was like, the fuck is she screaming at you for? I'm like, because I'm black and she's white and she never had a black man yell at her. <laughs> so that's why she took well, you don't, don't, don't you yell at me about nothing. And I'm like, that's why her brain reacted like that. Like, what is this big black motherfucker yelling at me for? <laughs> is this nigger trying to accost me? Yo, and it, it, it just be amazing to me, though, just how the brains get scrambled when that shit happens. Yeah. And it's just it's crazy. Like, we are two totally different people. As much as I got friends that are white and we, you know, I've been to people's houses and weddings and all that it shit. It ain't the same shit. It is not the same. Like, we we are just a different bunch. Yeah. Just a different folk. Our senior trip in high school, we went to a Great Falls, New York. It was a ski trip. I went to a predominantly white high school. Predominantly white high schools for their class trips. They go to the mountains to ski. They go to Europe. Do you know? Black high school senior trip. Yeah, you go. I, I went you, to you, pre- you go to the Mushaloo. Yeah, you know I, I went to I went to Central. I went to Mixed High School, and they had all of that shit available, and I didn't go to none of that. We shit. went to the ski trip, but we stayed like to ourselves and shit. But I remember the room next to us; it was all like white boys and shit. One of the white boys, it remained nameless. He had got drunk and went into the room, and pay, he got asshole naked took a shower without using a curtain so the fucking bathroom was like flooded <laughs> and then got in the fucking bed it was my my man bill bill he got in bill bed butt ass naked and just passed out so when they came back from the wherever the fuck they was at and i could hear them all screaming so we come out in the hallway he's like yeah man this motherfucker's all drunk fucking laying in my bed with no fucking clothes on i got his fucking ass and went over to another room he come out of there with a paintball gun screwing the <laughs> co2 in. so i'm just like yo like me and my man this is gonna and bad. Me, me, Craig, and Juan, we like, yo, cool the fuck out. Like, you you tripping. 
He walk in the room, you hear it. <laughs> Lighting him up. He's screaming, getting out the bed. This motherfucker come running out in the hallway. I'm talking about whole ass legs bleeding. I'm talking about like he ripped apart red. This motherfucker was like, God damn, man, you got me good, bro. And I'm like, I'd have killed every motherfucker out this hallway. Killed the shooter and the witnesses in that scenario. But he was like, "Ah, you got me good, man." <laughs> I'm just like, "We different, boy. Like we just a different bunch." You know what I mean? <laughs> that shit is crazy. Like we just a real different people. But you know, he brought his paintball set to his senior because they, they was they all went paintballing. Like okay. it was a paintball. Uh, <laughs> Where we was at, it was like a, yeah. it was a big paintball joint there, and they, I remember they was trying to get us like, yo, y'all want to go paintballing? I'm like, they absolutely Fuck, not. No, like we ain't got no gear. <laughs> no, I'm cool. I'm straight on that. Shot shit. in the head with fucking paintballs. Yeah, and shit. like no, nah, I'm good. But yeah, man, I, I like I said, I, I really just think that's the theme is like just leaving people alone. You know, if y'all can do that, you might be okay. You can just skate by. It just through, you can just skate. If you just leave people alone and just be like. That nigga's on some bullshit. I'm a good I honestly don't. I, so sometimes to myself, I'd be like wondering what it is in some of these people minds that literally have you outside, like looking for the smoke. Like, you, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because think about it, you see shit go left all the time. I'd be you, seeing it before it happened. I'd be like, that's about to be some bullshit. But <laughs> you don't pull out your phone and be like, let me get the law here or. <laughs> Let me do X, Y, and Z. Let me go over to these people and tell them that they need to stop doing like I'm never in my life go like it, and where we live is like it's pretty okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's pretty decent. <clears throat> if, when I leave here and pull up, if I pull up and see somebody like that I've never seen getting out of car and walking through the throughway of the I'm not about to be like, who goes there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Like I'm going into my apartment, I'm locking my door, and I'm going to watch television. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I know how to mind my own fucking business. Yeah. And, you know. Certain shit, though, do be calling for somebody to give motherfucker a heads up. But it don't even got to be, like, in an overly demonstrative fashion. You just be like, like, if I, if, if I know you and we live in an apartment and it been some bullshit going on, it's my neighborly duty to tell you. Oh, oh that's, yeah, yeah no, that's then, different, yeah. But as far as just, like, assuming that somebody's on the bullshit and, like, yo, what y'all niggas doing over there? Yeah. Like, that ain't, no, that ain't none of my business. I'm going to go in my apartment, lock my doors, and have a nice night. Yeah. Uh, real quick for you, I got to tell you the greatest tweet I saw today. Uh, it's a, uh, I guess she's a bottle girl of some sort. Okay. So she tweeted, y'all bro- <laughs> y'all broke ass niggas be coming to the club ordering four $12 drinks. Like, bro, stop wasting my time and just wait till you get paid next week and come get a fucking bottle. So the boy's quote on the tweet was like, no, nah, just go get my fucking drinks and mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> and and they, they started lighting her mentions up and she was giving all these tweets as to why that makes sense and this and the third. It actually doesn't make sense. And it all made right. me think of you. Like, all right, real the- quick. A good friend of mine, Justin Carson, who gave me a lot of info and a lot of game in the night. Just nightlife. seems to be like a pretty, because Ra always talks Justin about Justin is him. 
Justin is arguably the genesis of upscale nightlife in Philadelphia. Back when uh, John and them had Industry 19, I remember we went, you remember Tories on yeah. uh, South Street? Yeah. We had all went to dinner there one night and Justin was there and I didn't like him just because we was both fat. You know that. that <laughs> so it'll only be rough on one fat uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, that's just one natural. bearded fat guy yeah, per cipher. Exactly. But afterwards they was like, no, nah, he like a legit boy. He yeah. like pretty thorough. And we, yeah, so right, so cool. for those of you that don't know, Justin Carson is a good friend of mine and for whatever reason like he he likes me a lot and you know whenever I call him with shit like it could be five in the morning and I'd be like I know you up pussy and he, like he responds and shit like that um, but Justin is like extremely successful person he's a creative director at BET uh works from fucking home and um you know he's like the genesis of upscale nightlife in philadelphia he created email and text-based marketing in philadelphia okay going back to the p- the dueling piano bar down on like 20th and arch race i always mixed them two fucking streets mm-hmm. up but downtown that's when he started his initial email database and now he literally has an email database him and uh Mike Morrow, who works for Diageo and Corona and shit like that, of like 700,000 people. So, like, they literally have the ability to be anywhere in the country and set up shop and post an event and people will show up. And they're one of few people who have this measure of data. So Justin Carson gave me a lesson when I did one party in my life. I did at Industry 19 and he was responsible for it. And we literally did too good. It scared him how good we did the party. But he explained to me a very simple formula about poured liquor versus bottle sales Mm -hmm. and why you can't discount bottles. But so much because selling poured liquor is a better measure and more effective, Mm -hmm. which is there's 22 to 28 shots in a 750 milliliter Mm -hmm. bottle of Syrah. If you average that times $10 a shot, whatever the case may be, you're getting 220 to 280 per bottle that you sell. That bottle costs you $35 plus tax at the liquor store. Mm -hmm. If you then turn around and sell the same bottle, for $150 bottle service to one customer in the same nightclub, you are literally losing money to the tune of 100% profit margin loss every single fucking time. Right. So this moron, moronic woman who's who's talking against people buying poured liquor versus bottles is actually doing the overall business a disservice with a thought process like that and needs to lose her fucking job. Yeah, because she's only worried about a tip from exactly. the bottom of the year. She's worried about the grat on the bottle service as opposed to what's good in the long run for the club. And it's literally fast money versus slow money. And you have to determine, all right, do I want to take this do I want to take the short on the bottle sales because somebody might buy four of them or whatever the case may be? Do I want to take the short on the bottle sales or do I want to stand firm on my price because I know when I pour the liquor I'm getting two hundred and sixty dollars per bottle on average mm-hmm. and that's a winning formula because there are more people who buy poured liquor than buy bottle service. Yeah. It's a specialty service. So to And think- people was on a John, like, I don't know when it became like you can't go to the club unless you have a section in 30 bottles. It's like 
you don't, it's asinine. Yeah, it really is. When you Especially sit. like somebody like me, like I buy bottles and shit like that when I go out to entertain. I don't even fucking drink. Yeah. That shit is a waste of fucking money. I remember you, you text me, one of them Joe's, you, you was like, yo, I'm a real dickhead for like. Yeah. <laughs> like a moron. Like that time I went to Miami. I'm down Miami by myself with fucking seven, eight girls. And I'm footing the bill for everything. The first night was cool. Had my Miami Connects. I got my little free table, all that shit. VIP, Rick Ross. It was great. The next night, they put me in. I'm at Studio 23. They put me in the owner's table that he takes every night. Shout out to Milos from Studio 23. They put me in the owner's table and they did a veteran bottle service trick. They sicked the bottle girl on me. They put like the baddest bottle girl in my section and parked her there like, don't go nowhere. You work this section only. And I ended up with like a $4,000 liquor tab. And I'm just like, I'm a fucking moron. Mm. Because it's like, yo, the night before I had two bottles of Patron with the same amount of people. And for some reason it worked. This particular night I had way more liquor. And it's just like, are y'all like, why are y'all bitches drinking so much alcohol? Like, what's going on here? Like, I was getting upset. Like, yo, like, so you're telling me another two bottles of champagne are gone? Like, I should have just bought, like, let me get four uh, bottles of Ripple and, you know what I'm saying, mix it up for these bitches. And, you know, I would have went home with a light tab, but no, they definitely, like, sick the bottle girl on me. And I left out of there with a fucking headache. I told I, you, the chick told me 500 for a bottle of Great Goose. Left went like, to the liquor store I'm out. and then drove around. <laughs> I'm out. I went to the pizza place. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I got this shit. But yeah, that shit is stupid because it's literally, it's an experience, but it's money you can't recoup. Like you can, it's no way to justify that expense. And I saw chicks on the joint, like imagine me going out with niggas that was trying to buy drinks. And I'm like, I remember when that was like, cool. That was like nice. Yo, I've been places where like, We'll just purposely go and house the bar and like spend the same money that people would have spent on bar service. Now that's kind of stupid on our behalf, but it's just cooler for them to look, give me seventy shots of Patron. Like it's just a cooler thing. I'm losing money in that scenario, but it's like there's nothing wrong with drinking poured liquor. Like y'all are t- way too bougie, and the, the it's, it's 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 asinine. It's stupid. Somebody I, I don't know who it was It might have been a little Somebody was like Y'all motherfuckers Be getting sections In the hood bar <laughs> Like Yo you, y'all you just go in the hood bar You get motherfucking Three bottles and a hookah For 300 Yeah <laughs> Like Y'all can't stand them Downtown and them Out of town section prices Motherfuckers Eyes jump off the page When you show them A bottle menu At a downtown club yeah. Let a motherfucker Try to go to room Or go to Coda They like Can I bring my own bottles And y'all set them up For like Motherfuckers be asking you All type of goofy ass shit yeah. Because they're not accustomed to them type of prices because the hood bars have spoiled people and it's given them an unbalanced inequity of like what really goes on in like the nightlife industry. Like yeah. you go to fucking Dre's in Vegas, you ain't getting nothing for under 500. No, they said when uh, Jay, was it Jay that had his joint at Live? I think it was Jay. It was either Jay or Jeezy. One of them had their album release, John, at Live. Jay. It was Jay. They said the 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 lightest table they had was 50 racks. Yeah. Like, yeah. you couldn't get a table in that bitch. Live's motto is where, Club Live, where your money is not enough money. Because, like, when we was in there uh, a couple years ago when I went to uh, Stink Weekend a couple years ago, <laughs> we was in there and we had a table or whatever, and it was like, 
on the corner next to us, it was like some tech guys, and it was like white. Indian, Arab, whatever, but a group of them, tech guys and shit. And these motherfuckers is buying bottles of Luminous Dom like it's nothing. Like, you know they swiping this shit on the black card. Like, they're two more Luminous Doms, two more Luminous Doms. How much does that shit run in the club? Luminous Dom is 1200 minimum. So they're buying two at a time. Magnum's a great goose. There's Magnum's a kettle one, like back to back to back. We sitting here. I'm like, yo, our table was fucking seven thousand. Eight niggas put in on this. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, your money is not enough money. But like in a row, it's like them, us, Lee Mason with some like Chicago niggas. I don't know where she got these niggas from. And then like Lou Will back in the corner. Lou Will, no, no lie, walked in the club with fifteen bitches that all looked alike. <laughs> in a row. It was him and one other person, him and one other guy, and fifteen bitches that looked alike. Mm. Yeah, that club life just—I uh, hate it. It don't move me. I hate it. I go to like when I have to actually interact with people and wow. shit like that. Like, I, I like I, it makes me miserable. It gives me anxiety. Like I hate it. Like I don't want to talk loud over music and shit. Like I don't. I don't want to. Like it's not a cool interaction. No. But it's a means to an end, and I'm good at this shit. So it's like, all right, I make the most of it, and like, you know, I do it, and it it allows me to not have to go to work every day, yeah. which is the most important thing in my life. That's all I care about is not having to go to work yeah. every day. I can go to work for three days. I can't go to work for no five, six days. That Bruh. shit is dead. Don't I know it? But we about to get out of here because I do have to go to work. Bad has to go to work tomorrow. You just made me feel terrible. The ironed knee. <laughs> but uh. Good show. Um, we got the leaders conference coming up, July seventh. July seventh. Uh, let me give y'all the information here. Make sure y'all go to www.lcapitancartel.bigcartel.com. Um, clip corn, I believe it's events. Get y'all tickets to that um, event Saturday, July seventh at Discovery Charter School, and it's the leaders conference. Living every day to achieve your dreams while enduring real struggles. Uh, presented by El Capitan Cartel Brand. Uh, this is going to be Gilly's going to be there. Wallow's <laughs> going to be there. And um, the keynote is going to be uh, Derek Grace, who is the guy that goes viral talking about, uh, you know, black empowerment, self-defense and all of that stuff. So make sure y'all get y'all tickets to that. They are only twenty two dollars. Yeah. Um, the guys who uh, do the show in front of us, they they want to uh, they want us to come on their show. Let's do it. It's yeah, lit. They all walked up on me out in the parking lot. Yo, I did a. Uh, that reminds was, me. I thought it was about to go down. I did a. So, uh, I did an episode of uh, the Tissue and the Tape podcast. Who are friends to the show? They super overly support our yeah. show. Posted on social media every episode we drop. Uh, send it to their own fans and shit like that. I did an episode of their podcast a couple weeks ago. So check that out, Tissue yeah, and the I Tape down. podcast. I listened to it uh, on SoundCloud. So check that episode out. Shout out to uh, to Phil and his partner. I forget his name. That's fucking bad. But my memory is sh- literally shot right now yeah like, but they want us to come on a show and then they're they're doing a, a live podcast at uh it's in what's the heck and he, he told me where it was at but they're doing that july 22nd i'm like yeah we'll come check it out yeah but they, he said it's like four podcasts that's uh oh so it's, uh, it's a, a co-op live yeah, podcast but i was like we'll come I, it's he's it's a sunday okay i was like yeah we can go there before we come here so yeah I was like, yeah i'll come check it out but um the yeah, other than that I'm burnt. I need to go. I'm about to go to David's and get me some Chinese food. Oh my God. I would. <laughs> that was mean. 
Yeah, that was, was, <laughs> that was I'm gonna get some chicken and broccoli and some spicy lo mein from David. Some fucking starving. Oh yeah, the Roost Picnic episode. The Roost Picnic files are in. It's they up. are in. It is up and right it is now. up and live up. right now. Go check out the Roost Picnic episode of the Rose Podcast ever. It was a great experience, great show. Thank you to everybody from Live Nation, C- Carolina, Talib, all of the staff uh, from the Roost Picnic. Um, y'all took longer shit to give us the audio, but I understand y'all a multi billion dollar company. You got to get shit clear. And stuff like that But we have the audio And it is live now So y'all getting Two episodes Of the Realist Podcast Ever this week Thank me And thank Matt later I'm out Bye y'all I'm tired Peace Hey there Ever thought about What makes your heart Beat a little faster Oh you mean like When you discover A new track That just speaks to you Yeah Or finding a movie That you can't Stop thinking about Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.